people of earth and aliens that are from beyond i'm your host ej leeson welcome to fourth cut reviews a podcast where we talk about movies we just watched and give our little ratings on them with me today is one of the coolest dudes in the world not only my co-host but my bff chris conforti what's going on pal no nothing too much excited to talk about yes this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie. I'm excited to talk about this too. I really, uh, really, really like this. This is a movie I actually recommended. I watched it on a whim. And I was like, hey, you know what? I kind of want to review this movie. The movie we're talking about today came out in 2016. And it's called Better Watch Out. Directed by Chris Peckover. Written by Chris Peckover and Zach Kahn. Now, dude. Let's talk about the premise that is listed on IMDb. You might be like, wait a second, because that's not the premise that is in this movie. The premise, according to IMDb, is on a quiet suburban street, a babysitter must defend a 12-year-old boy from intruders, only to discover it's far from a normal home invasion. Now, you watch this movie, and Chris, why don't you take it from here? Well... Yeah, so the the movie is uh, it's it it kind of flips the script a little bit on what you think is going to happen without giving any type of spoilers out. Yeah, it, it just it didn't go the way that I had expected it to go. It, it went a totally all. different direction, and then uh, at a certain point, I kind of figured out. I felt like I knew where they were going with it, and then they like they do the thing at the end that kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. Yeah. Like this, this movie definitely uh, took me a little bit by surprise. Now I'm curious, how did you hear about this movie? Was it just one of those random finds or. Yeah, it was just a random thing. Cause I was, you know, we've been watching all these Christmas movies. And so I, you know, it was like Christmas movies. And so all these Christmas movies popped up. This was one of them. And I read the premise. I'm like, Oh, that seems cool enough I'll, I'll check it out and when watching it i was fully you know how we always do that hey 15 minutes in do you think you could have figured this movie out this is one movie that i was like i can't figure this out at all <laughs> like me neither it was really good i actually enjoyed the movie because again it like i'm the type of person that you know jumps to like oh i think this is how it's gonna go or this is how it's going to play out yeah, and this, and this is one of those movies was... where it, like, uses that against you. Yeah. Like, you see yeah. it, and you're watching it, and you go, okay, I've seen this film before. I've seen it a hundred times. This is The Strangers mixed with The Purge. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the best way you could explain it, right? It's like The Strangers mixed with The Purge with a little bit of slasher elements to it. Oh, 100%. And then yeah. you're just like, all right, I got this movie figured out already. This movie is going to be a survival movie. You know, they're going to be trapped in the house and they have to get out. Now, the one thing I will say about this movie is whoever wrote it, um, 
the individual that you just said. I forget what, what yeah. his name was. Oh, um, Zach Khan and Chris Peckover. Okay, so they must be really big fans of Scream as well as Scream 4. Dude, no freaking joke, right? Like, no joke. I have right here in my notes. It, it's almost like seeing this movie from the, the perspective of Billy and Stu. Yeah, exactly. That's so weird I, that you did this, like, that you even said that because... <laughs> Oh my god, I I literally wrote that down. It's like watching a screen movie, but it's like flipped where you're not following the the victim, right, or Sydney, but you're following the killers instead. And so I was like, oh, this is like, oh, all right, like this is crazy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, it's like... just it, it was it was just super unique watching it because I'm watching it this entire time. And I'm going, okay, well, this is, this is kind of, I'm seeing a little bit of Billy here. I'm seeing a little bit of Stu here. They, they have like a little spot for Scream 4. I feel like a little soft spot with a uh, few of the things that they do. But no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like I was watching this and I'm like, okay, this definitely has obvious Scream elements. And the fact that you said that too, I mean, it, it's always good to reiterate this. We do not talk about these movies before the show. We, we have an idea sometimes if we've seen the movie with each other or it's just a common movie. We know kind of where we line up with it. But this movie, you just recommended to me, I think it was like a couple days ago, and I just literally finished watching it. And yeah, yeah like it, it's, it's, that's why it's, uh, I love doing it like this where, you know, we don't really talk about the movies because then you get move, moments like that where you and I like 100% saw it the exact same way. Like you, we usually do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was crazy. And and one of the things I like, I have to talk about with this, this cast is it's a solid cast. They're like, all good. Yeah. So you have Olivia DeJong. Skills the show. Yeah. She's in M. Night Shyamalan's movie, The Visit, which everyone loved. Do you remember that movie? I don't know if you saw it or not. Man, I don't know uh, which one it is. Okay. The Visit is the one where the the two kids and it's weird because the Ed Oxenbold he plays like the best friend in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. He like so him he plays the younger brother and Olivia Dijon plays a older sister and they go to their grandparents to pay a visit, but it turns out it's not their grandparents at all. Do you remember this? No, I don't. Movie? I don't know if I've seen it. Oh, it's really good. Like it it was like one of those movies, you know, like M Night Shyamalan got a lot of crap. But this is, like, one of the movies that people are like, oh, this is good. Like, this is really, really good. And then you have Levi Miller, who he played Peter Pan in Pan, like Joe Wright's Pan. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Wright is one of my favorite directors. I I had loved Anna Karenina. Remember he did that? Yeah, I remember that. It was so, so good. He was great. And then you have Patrick Warburton from Seinfeld and Ted and Family Guy. Virginia Madsen. Yep, from Candyman. And then you got Doc Ray uh, Montgomery from Power Rangers. And, of course, Stranger Things is probably what he's most known for, for playing Billy. And yeah. I was surprised. I was like, oh, my God, he's in this? Like, what? Uh, like, when he shows up, I was like, dude, wow. They really, like, packed this cast, like, pretty good, you know? And the acting was great. What, what did you think of, like, the cast and the actors and stuff? 
I mean, I, I thought that they all gave really, really, really solid performances. I'm actually shocked I don't see more of Olivia Dijon. I'm yeah. actually really shocked that this is the first exposure that I've had to her because she's like incredibly good in this. She's so good, so believable, and like you just buy her character from the start. You know what I mean? Like she really knows knows her character. She does it really well, and she's just. I mean, everybody in this cast, there isn't like a dull one in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe the jock guy, like they, they called him the grease monkey guy, like Ricky, that Jiffy Luke or whatever. Was he Ricky? Yeah. yeah. Not even him uh, though. Like he's like. But he was good too. Like he yeah. was really good. He's. I feel like he. I don't know. Like, had to be in it. Right, and, and so watching this movie and watching how things play out, and I really don't want to spoil this movie. Because there's literally the the surprises are literally so good that it's like oh, we can't talk about it. You I know. know you, it's a, I, I will you have say, to watch it to see it. I will say that the movie does a very good job of backing up one of my most controversial arguments of all time, which is Kevin McAllister is a killer. The scene where oh, like the, that you is, know, yeah, yes. the scene where he's throwing the paint cans. And they made like a reference to Home Alone. And yeah. like, you have to yep. see it to believe it. But whoever, like the writers and obviously the director must believe in my point of view in terms of Kevin McAllister. Yeah. I feel like that was that like, you, that was like a murder. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like that was like our, our, the majority of our Christmas discussion last year was talking about Kevin yes. McAllister and what he grew up to be. Did, did he in fact grow up to be and I remember us watching like videos like would this this stuff actually kill Harry and Barb? And it was like death. Death. <laughs> like, death. Oh, with you're gonna brick. have to link that video because it's so funny. Um I think I they mean, died like again, over twenty times. About Home Alone. Yeah. Yes. Here here are the things that I loved about this movie. The plot. Like the real plot of the movie, not like the IMDB one that you like throws you for a curve you know what i mean but the plot of this movie the ending was epic it was so good i was like just it was it blew me away because like you know how a couple podcasts ago we were talking about santa jaws if they really stuck to the ending Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. this movie sticks to that ending and it's it's really cool and then you have the paint can kill which was crazy i wish they actually like showed it a little bit more you know yeah me too um, yeah but it was super super good and then the movie it was just fun like it had fun dialogue and it had like good performances and it's something i would definitely recommend watching to anyone I, i like that's a horror fan i'm like yeah check this out especially if you're a scream fan like we are it's like kind of like one of those movies that I would be like, you should watch this because it's a cool bend on the story. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, but go ahead. What? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm in total agreement. I feel like with everything you said, I thought there, there wasn't a bad performance in it. That's first off. I think everybody yeah. is perfect in it. I, I love the story. I love how it, it takes this trope of horror movies and just kind of flips it upside down. Um, I, I love the obviously the the paint can, but I, I like like yeah. the suspensefulness of it. And what? Oh my god! 
yeah. just just like throughout the whole movie there's a lot of suspense and when i think you start when you start watching this right it feels like like you have laurie strode babysitting tommy doyle mm-hmm. like this is this babysitting thing and granted it doesn't take place on halloween or anything like that but that it's christmas yeah it's christmas yeah. but like they they set it up in such a short time where you really care about the babysitter maybe not so much the kid the kid kind of starts off a little bit annoying but right. like eventually you're like oh okay they did like such a great job in it and and, the, and then also if you're watching this movie they there's you know the ending the credits roll for a little bit and then there's a, like another little adage onto it which is really good. It's a, like like a two second thing that you're like, oh shit, that's oh that's so good. But it, it's I definitely recommend checking this out for any horror movie fan. It's a must watch. What do you think? Oh, I'm with you. I, I feel like you have to watch it, especially for like general audiences. What do you what what's your like opinion? Do you think general audiences would dig this, or do you think it would be? Ah, is it more? I don't know. You know, that's difficult. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like once again, like you have to, even though it's a it's a Christmas horror movie, I feel like I feel like for this, you have to have two grades in it, if that makes sense. Like I, I feel like a general general audience member, I think will like it, but they might not like the twist and might get a little bit tuned off by it. Yeah, I could see, or they could like it and then continue watching it and then, you know kind of stuff happens and yada 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 that they might be interested in that but i don't know this is one of those 50 50 movies for me i don't know what a general audience would think about this movie i think about parents right if they watch this movie i'm not necessarily sure that they'd be into it right yeah And, and i think um as horror fans yes watch it immediately try to it like it's free on voodoo with ads and I believe it's on Shutter. So yeah, if you can find it, watch it. It's great. Like Voodoo's pretty much a free app that you can get, and it will have that movie on there for free, so you can watch it. I'm telling you, like this this movie for horror fans, it's a, a must watch. As far as a general audience, I think you would dig it up to a certain point, but. I don't know. I'm not, I'm like with you. I, I feel like it's a flip of a coin. Like some people would walk away and be like, yeah, loved it. Some other people would walk away and go, man, that ending. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, and then you got the, and then you got the really, pompous film goers that go, oh, I saw it coming the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is such okay. bullshit. Such <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I, I would also have to give this like, yeah, like a general audience rating and a horror movie rating because that's how I don't know. I I I, oh, I loved it and I thought there was I I don't know why it didn't go to theaters. I I I feel like we were robbed of seeing this in theaters. I yeah, you know I, mean? I agree because I feel like so when you watch a movie at home, it's awesome, and you know I've grown accustomed to doing that throughout my life as well as going to see it in movie theaters but with a movie theater there's a certain type of experience that you get seeing it with other people especially like like people that you don't know 
sometimes you might find something funny and others don't and they're kind of giving you like the dirty looks but other times with horror movies i i feel like it's just a different type of energy when you're in there with a lot of people i, I i'm just curious because i do agree with you i feel like we were kind of robbed i'm wondering what the the collective gasp would have been when the big reveal oh happened. my gosh yeah like that's what i'm talking about there's so many things that happened in this movie that i just picture an audience going holy shit oh my god you know what i mean like like you could just hear hear and and then he got 75 year old jack in the second row that just gets pissed off and walks out yeah he'd be like i don't i don't get it (laughs) but um yeah this movie oh my gosh uh is there anything else that you would want to say about it i mean like obviously it's so hard to do this movie that that's the first off so yeah it's 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 hard to talk about the movie without spoiling plot points without realizing that you're spoiling the plot points so i don't know that i could say anything different other than bravo i clap my hands to you yeah bravo (laughs) yeah yeah i really hope I, I feel like this guy was kind of robbed of the chance of getting like a mainstream audience, but hopefully, you know, people will hear about this and end up watching it and then gain that, that kind of audience because it it's, it's deserves an audience, you know, it deserves a fandom. The first 15 minutes you could talk about it and then the rest you can't because there's so much stuff that happens and uh, it's great. So I'm yeah, curious so on it. I, so okay. what would you give this as a pure general movie? Pure general movie? Like, uh, God. Uh, oh, it's man. tough. I, yeah, because I, I, as a horror film, no joke, I, I give this like an 8.7. It was that I, I really enjoyed it. Wow, that's it a actually lot. lower. I, dude, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it so much, though, that I immediately was like, dude, check this movie out. Please watch this movie. Watch this movie. I want to do this for the podcast. I, how many times did I text yeah, you, you did. this? But I was like, yeah, that was like, let's do this. Please, let's do this. We got to do this. Well, you know what the thing is that, that like, so, gets you off of it is you, you have a tendency to go to IMDb and see what the plot synopsis is. And you just go, oh, I've seen this movie a million times. Like, I don't have an interest in it. Right. And then you like you were watching it, and you're probably like, "Whoa, whoa, oh, wait, what?" It's like, <laughs> like "Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah." So I I would probably give it like eight point seven as a horror film, and then like general audience maybe a six nine six point nine or seven. You know, like I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so hard to say. Like, yeah, I, it, uh, it, it's really weird. I would, I don't know. I would go for general audience. I'd say maybe a five, nine. I'd say maybe okay. that for general audience. Now for a horror movie, man, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I, I think I'm in like the, I'm in the eight, eight to nine range. I, I, I man, I, I think I go eight, nine. I really do. I, I think it's, I, I the only thing yeah. that it's missing 
is it's missing a following. That's it. If more people would watch yeah. this movie for a while, so I, I got to give it props. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's an eight point nine, and I feel like if, if more people watch it and that that following grows, I, I, I really, you know, I, I think that this could be a, a movie that people could watch maybe every Christmas. Yeah, on right. my, there, there's this like, yeah. No, go ahead. I, I feel like on my ranking, where I start talking about like relevance, right? Like the, this movie isn't really relevant, which is kind of holding it back a little bit because it should be relevant and more people should see it. And honestly, it's one of the, the few bright spots that I've seen in the horror genre. Yeah, yeah. And and you could tell, obviously, it it didn't probably have the budget it deserved either. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you could tell like they were trying to cut corners as much as they could. Imagine if it did have a little bit of a higher budget because I'm sure it would have been even better than it was. You know what I mean? They could have shown that pink can killing more, you know, than they did. I think they still did it a brilliant way. The pink can killing. I, I just feel like even even though they didn't have the budget with it, they set up that scene with the suspense really, really, really well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when oh, I, I I don't want to give it away. I mean, like obviously this is something we're gonna have to talk about off air with the the paint can, you know? Yeah. Uh, the suspense of that was pretty insane. <laughs> so as uh, it was like. They, they they very much took an inspiration. This is the only thing I'll say. Very pit in the pendulum. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That could not be more accurate. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, dude, I tell you what. Uh, this is a movie I definitely recommend. And I, any horror fan should definitely check it out. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we've done a few horrors now and this is definitely the highest ranking that I've given an 8.9 for horror. I think I gave an 8.8 to terrifier, but I think that this might be better than the terrifier. Yeah. There's a, a rewatchability of this, but also, which is crazy because you would think with all the plots twists and stuff, but th- there's a, this charm of it. Like I, I don't, it's almost like this uh, sleepaway camp charm. I don't know how to like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh god! Like you could there, watch this movie about it. Yeah, you could watch this movie over and over again, and I think still, still like it. It's not a yeah. movie that you're gonna watch once and go, oh, I really like it, and then a second viewing and go, eh, I don't know about that. Like right. that, it just, it's just there's something about the movie. It feels Christmassy too. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, it feels like Christmas, and it just really, it just really nails the. It it just it's great. Definitely check it out. Now, um, Chris. With that being said, you uh, like, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, you can just follow us on our Instagram, Fourth Cut Reviews. That's where we do all of our polling, so you have a hand in that. You'll also be able to see different things here that we post and just keep up to date with the show. We also do take movie recommendations. So if you have a 
a Christmas movie right now. That's that's what we're obviously doing. But um, if you have a Christmas movie that you'd like us to review, definitely can. At some point, we're going to switch off of some of the other types of Christmas movies. And we're only going to be doing the Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies, which Lovely. I'm looking forward to because I don't know that this could they could possibly be worse than Santa Jaws. So yeah. I'm, I'm highly looking forward to that. But yeah, if you want an opinion on the show or you just want to leave us a comment, any type of suggestions. Yeah, recommend us a movie. We'll yeah, or if, if you want to be on the show, let us know. We yeah. will find a way to make yeah. that happen. I'm completely open to that idea. Yeah, we're, we're always on board with that. But yep, that's that's pretty much all I have. All right. Uh, yeah, I just would like to plug. Um, I have a podcast called River Dudes. We talk about the show Riverdale, uh, which is a show about Archie, Jughead, Betty and Veronica based on Archie comics. Um, me and my buddy Ross do it. And my main man over here, Chris Conforti, has the most appearances uh, <laughs> as a guest on it. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, you can check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, I want to plug uh, Adam Farley's music. Uh, you can check that out on iTunes or Spotify. I recommend Hold On Blue Eyes. Check that tune out. It's really good. Sounds like a good plug to me. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, Chris, do you want to lead us out? Sure. Why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to Fourth Cut Reviews. I'm Chris. My host over there is EJ. We're a cut above the rest, and you have a great night.